For the new year, I really want to make sure that sauning is a big part of my wellness routine, and that is where I'm thrilled to bring in Bond Charge. Bond Charge is a holistic wellness brand with a huge range of evidence-based products to optimize your life in every way. Founded on science and inspired by nature, all Bond Charge products adapt ancestral ways of living in our modern-day world. Their extensive range of premium wellness products help you sleep better, perform better, and have more energy, recover faster, balance hormones, reduce inflammation. The list really is endless. If you're interested, go to bondcharge.com manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15%. That's B-O-N-C-H-A-R-G-E.com slash manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15% off on your purchase. That's bondcharge.com slash manifest. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. So don't search match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more that you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of the show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash manifest. Just go to indeed.com slash manifest right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash manifest. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello guys, welcome back to another episode of Manifest with Tori Simone. I am your host, Tori Simone, and today we're talking about a topic that I am super excited to talk about, which I say every single podcast. Uh, I hope you guys liked last week's episode. I got a DM from somebody right after the uh, the episode went live and they said, can we have a different topic next week? And I said, absolutely. So um, I guess not all of you liked it, but I did and it was super requested. So um, that's fine. That's fine. Anyway, uh, today's episode is all about, it's pretty much like a book report kind of, um, but it's also about a secret that changed my life um, in terms of productivity and goal setting and having a purpose in my life. Um, and maybe it will give you guys some sense of inspiration because uh, a lot of people have been asking me, you know, how is your quarantine going? How are you holding up? And in the beginning, I was struggling a lot. It was really hard for me. Um, I felt super guilty for not doing enough for Stride. Um, I felt like there was so much more that I could be doing. Um, I mean, you guys heard it. Like, I pretty much had like a diary entry on this podcast where I it was called What's It Like Being a Small Business Owner During COVID-19. Um, it was really challenging at first. But now when people ask me, you know, how are you holding up? My answer is great. I've learned to adjust to this new sense of normal. And uh, believe it or not, I'm actually loving it. I have a great routine. 
I feel like I'm getting so much done for Stride. I feel like I'm doing so much more for the brand and to better the business. And I feel like this time was something that I personally needed so bad. And I'm absolutely loving it Um, in the sense of not sounding ignorant. I think that this has been wonderful for me, wonderful for my mental health, for my physical health, for the business. Um, I miss all of my clients and friends and, you know, that bit of normalcy in social life. I miss that immensely. But that's not what I'm really talking about. What I am talking about is my product, my productivity, finding a purpose in quarantine, reigniting a passion of mine. Um, it's been really amazing. And that's what I want to share with you guys today. And uh, it's something that I was able to literally change from one minute to the next. And it was like a light switch just flipped for me. And um, it's completely changed my quarantine for the better. And I don't know how long this is going to go. I'm filming this on May 1st. And um, the governor of Pennsylvania just announced that like the next phase of reopening is May 8th. And my county and part of the state is just not not at all involved in that. So for me, my quarantine will continue. What this means for Seattle City, New Jersey, um, in terms of stride opening, I'm still unsure. Uh, the Governor Murphy in Jersey didn't really say much today about anything opening. Um, Ocean City beaches will be open for Memorial Day weekend, which is wonderful. Um, but in terms of Sea Isle, they haven't made any calls yet and they haven't said what businesses are able to open. So for me, everything is still a big question mark. But what I have done is take control of the situation that I can control. And um, that is my daily life and my daily routines and what I'm doing personally to be productive during this time. And sometimes, some days that means getting a lot of stuff done that makes me feel like I have a purpose once again in my in my career. And then other days that's just sitting at home and watching movies and relaxing. So every quarantine day is different from the next. But what I'm going to share with you guys today is on the days that you want to be productive and that you want to feel like you have a purpose again in your work life or even just in your quarantine life. Um, hopefully these tips will be really helpful. It's also just really normal to feel kind of lost during this um, and kind of hopeless. So I don't want this to come across as me being like, oh my God, my life is so together because believe me, the first three weeks of this, I was struggling really, really hard and I was um, really lost and really confused and I felt super out of place and not like myself. Um, but through reading a couple books and watching some videos and just, you know, kind of gathering myself and accepting that this is what I just have to get used to. And, you know, leaders adapt. Um, when times get tough, the best leaders stand up and I wanted to be part of that pack. So, uh, yeah, that's sort of just my mentality shift, but we'll get into that in a little bit. Um, really quickly, I want to get into um, all the good stuff. So three things that I'm grateful for, three things I'm manifesting, and the question. So let's talk about what I'm grateful for. The first thing that I'm grateful for is being at the beach. Um, I'm back in Seattle right now recording this once again at the beach house, and it's just been lovely here. The weather today is beautiful. I'm going to go for a, on a walk after this around um, the town. The beach isn't open, and neither is promenade but you know the streets are so I'm going to be walking around the streets and I'm just really looking forward to that so I'm really grateful to be at the beach and to have this beautiful weather um, the weather really makes a huge impact on mood and a lot of people's mood during quarantine so I'm just super grateful for the good weather um, another thing that I'm grateful for is my health and my health of all my friends of my staff of my clients and of my parents and of my family um, definitely during this time it's very important to be grateful that you know we have breath and that we have health and 
that we are healthy and um, fit individuals. So I'm just super grateful for my health and I definitely don't take it for granted. And this more than anything has just like connected me back to my breath and realizing that breath is something that can be taken away from us. Um, so every breath that we do that we overlook and that we take for granted is actually so vital and so important and it's what keeps us alive. So I'm extremely grateful for my health and for my breath. And the third thing that I'm really grateful for are my friends and my clients. Um, they text me every day, just checking in on me and being like, you know, how are you? I miss you. I miss stride. And it's just been amazing to have that community, even when I'm so far away from everybody. And when I haven't seen them in six weeks now, which is insane, it's May 1st. And we close the studio on March 15th, March 14th. Um, and I truly never thought that, you know, in at May 1st, we'd still be in quarantine. It feels like a lifetime that we've been quarantined, but it also feels like a minute that we've been quarantined. I swear the days go by really, really fast. Um, but, and like the last 30 days, like I remember when they made the, the, uh, quarantine announcement saying that like we, you know, after May 30th, we'd see, um, I thought that, that was going to be the longest month ever, but it flew by. And I genuinely look forward to every day because it's one day closer to getting out of it. And it's one day closer to finding a vaccine. And it's one day closer to um, the world returning to somewhat of normal life. Um, it's really weird to think that we're like living through history, isn't it? I think it's just so bizarre that like they're going to be talking about this for a really long time. Um, it's it's just really wild that we're living through this. And I think a lot of you guys can agree. But anyway, I'm off off topic. But yeah, I'm really grateful for my friends and um, Stride community and this family. Um, just always checking in and being there for one another. So that's what I'm grateful for. Let's talk about what I'm manifesting. Um, first thing I'm manifesting, like every week, has been health. I'm manifesting a healthy life. I'm manifesting healthy lungs, healthy organs, um, just health for myself, for my friends, for my family, for all of my listeners, for the Stride family, for everyone. Um, I just want everyone to be healthy and I want you to tell yourself that you are healthy and that you are going to continue living a healthy life, a long, healthy life. Um, so yeah, manifesting health for everyone. The second thing that I'm manifesting is the opening of Stride and that includes Stride Phoenixville and Stride Sea Isle. Now, of course, I want to open, but I want to do it when it's safe and under safe conditions. So I'm not rushing that, but I am manifesting that we will be opening relatively soon um, just because I really miss you guys and um, I miss the community and I miss being with you guys and I miss teaching. Um, I just really miss, I miss everything so much and I'm so grateful that I miss it because that means that I have something so strong and amazing to be missed. So while I'm manifesting a reopening, I'm grateful that I'm missing it. And the third thing that I'm manifesting is love, believe it or not. Um, yeah, I just feel like a lot of people are reverting back to um, just having a lot of time to be alone with your thoughts. And myself included, when that happens, I always tend to think of like love and how I wish I was in a relationship. Um, you guys know that I'm not here to like rush into my next relationship. I don't, I'm not even talking to anybody. I have no one to even like consider an option. Um, but I absolutely just love the idea of love and I would love to be in love and I would love to be in a relationship. Um, it's just something that, you know, I talk about a lot with my friends, like I want a boyfriend and I don't know, I just feel like I have so much love to give somebody that I'm just so excited to meet the right person and, you know, be in love again and to just have, a person and to have someone to hang out with at the end of the day. And, um, yeah, I'm just really manifesting that a lot of you guys on the topic of love are asking for like a breakup episode, um, how to get over a breakup, stuff like that, which I will definitely do. 
Um, I don't know when I'll do it, but it will be relatively soon. Um, I think it's a great topic, especially in quarantine when like normally the best breakup advice is like to go out and keep yourself busy. But when you're stuck in quarantine, stuck at home, it's really hard to do that. Um, so I think it's a great topic to do during quarantine as well. But yeah, I am just manifesting love and being in love and a relationship. I would love a relationship. Who wouldn't? Well, I know a couple of people that wouldn't, but I would, I would absolutely love a relationship, but yeah, that's not me being like desperate. And I'm not just like jumping at the first person that's like, Oh, I have interest in you. I'm extremely picky. It's actually unbelievable how picky I am. And, um, yeah, when the right person comes along, I feel like I'll know. And that hasn't happened yet. So, um, yeah, well, we're just, you know, holding out, waiting and keeping our options open. So hopefully that will be relatively soon. Um, right time is when the right person will come along. So that is what I'm manifesting. And the question this week is um, from the Facebook group, which is Manifest with Tori Simone. If you guys want to join that, just search on Facebook, Manifest with Tori Simone, and uh, I will accept you. But the question that I got is, are you and your sister close? You never mention her much. So yeah, I do never really talk about my sister. Um, yeah, my sister and I are not that close, uh, meaning like we don't talk every day, but like she is my sister and I love her to death. Um, but we're just not like the best of friends because we we're just so different from one another. Um, so we don't like talk all the time. We don't really talk every day. And she also lives really far away. So it's kind of hard for me to, you know, see her. Uh, last time I saw her was in October she didn't come home for the holidays this year, which was so weird. She has like a boyfriend out. So she lives in Idaho and I live in Pennsylvania. Um, so Idaho is all the way on the other side of the country. It's next to California, which I found out a couple of years ago when she moved there. Um, she moved there for college and she just loved it so much and never really came back. Um, but she is extremely happy out there and you know, we're happy to, we're happy for her and she was supposed to come home in March, uh, but then, you know, Corona hit and we were like, all right, let's cancel your flights. We'll get you back out here when we can. Um, so yeah, we didn't see her in March. So last time I saw her was in October. And then before that it was in May. So a year ago. Um, and yeah, of course I miss her and I want to see her. Um, but she just lives really far away and we are like so different. So we don't really have a lot of stuff to talk about. Um, but yeah, she's super happy. She has a boyfriend. He has kids. So she has like her own little family out there. Um, she has a great group of friends out there. She just got a truck. She loves trucks. So she has a truck. Um, we're just totally opposite people. Um, but yeah, we're just like, she's my sister and I love her to death. Um, but it's not just, it's not like we have a relationship where I'm like, oh my God, my sister and I did this. My sister and I did this. Like we're just such different people that... Um, I don't know, like we've never really like meshed as best friends, just always been like that sister relationship. So yeah, that's pretty much my sister. Um, love her to death, but I guess there's like not really many stories to say about her and I because we just don't have like those memories together. Um, but yeah, I love her to death and she's my girl. All right, so that's my question. Um, let's jump into today's episode. I'm super excited about it. But before I do, let's take one quick ad break and then we'll begin. driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't a search at all. So don't search match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. So ditch the busy work. 
Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. One of the things that I love about Indeed is that I've been able to use it for all of my businesses across uh, the last few years, and it's been really amazing. What I love the most is that I'm able to put down like exactly what it is that I want on Indeed and the candidates that match that get sent right to me. And then the hard part actually becomes narrowing down which ones are the best for me because they all are exactly what I'm looking for. And then it really just comes down to like, which do I vibe with the best? And that's honestly pretty hard to choose from. But Indeed makes it really easy for me to find really good quality candidates that find exactly what I'm looking for instantly. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more that you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of the show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash manifest. Just go to indeed.com slash manifest right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash manifest. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. For the new year, I really want to make sure that sauning is a big part of my wellness routine, and that is where I'm thrilled to bring in Bond Charge. Bond Charge is a holistic wellness brand with a huge range of evidence-based products to optimize your life in every way. Founded on science and inspired by nature, all Bond Charge products adapt ancestral ways of living in our modern-day world. Their extensive range of premium wellness products help you sleep better, perform better, and have more energy, recover faster, balance hormones, reduce inflammation. The list really is endless. So from blue light glasses, to light therapy, to EMF management, and circadian-friendly lighting, Bond Charge products help you naturally address the issues of our modern day way of life effortlessly with maximum impact. One of my favorite products from Bond Charge is their infrared sauna blanket. I loved sauning and I have for a really long time, but the problem is I always have to go to the gym. And a lot of times I want to sauna at night when I'm cozy at home. I just don't want to leave. That's why using the infrared sauna blanket at home has been so amazing. This is a really great way to ease stress and unwind at the end of the day. It's also really good to detoxify and it promotes um, lower inflammation in the body, which is really, really huge. What's also really cool is that because this is a blanket, your head is out of it. So it's honestly, I find it's easier to stay in this longer. And because my head is out of it, I'm able to like read a little bit longer and my body still gets all the good benefits that I get while being in the sauna blanket. It's really easy to set up and it's also really easy to clean. It takes less than a minute to set up. It heats up really quickly and I can enjoy like a 30, 40 minute session in the sauna blanket while I'm relaxing, reading, watching TV, meditating. While if I'm in the sauna, I can really only stay in it for like 15 minutes because it gets so hot and uncomfortable, but because my head's out, I'm able to stay in it longer, but I still get all the benefits of it. I just feel so much more relaxed after my sessions. I just feel really, really good. And I just love ending my night with a sauna. Bond Charge ships worldwide in 
rapid time. They have free shipping on every sauna blanket. They also have easy returns and exchanges and they have a 12 month warranty. If you're interested, go to bondcharge.com slash manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15%. That's B-O-N-C-H-A-R-G-E.com slash manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15% off on your purchase. That's bondcharge.com slash manifest. All right, so let's talk about the one thing that you guys can do today that will change your life. And I'm not being dramatic when I say that. Um, So let's just begin. So the one thing that you can do to change your life is focus on the one thing. And what do I mean by that? So the one thing is a book by Gary Keller. And after you've done this podcast, I need you guys to go download that book and read it right away. So when I downloaded the book, I read it last week when I was here at the beach. And I read it and I was like, okay, this is amazing. Like the first part of the book had me totally hooked. And I was like, you know what? I'm canceling all of my plans and I am finishing this book today. And that's what I did. I read the entire book in one day and then I wrote a book report on it. It was really that impactful on my life and it just completely changed the trajectory of my path and of my thoughts. And I was like, you know what? This is really, really um, important. And this is something that I don't want to skimp out on. And in the book, it talks about how, okay, so let me actually pull up the book report that I wrote down. So it's really cute. I should like post it in the Facebook group, but it's kind of like private because it has a lot of like stride stuff in it. So I don't think I will post it. Um, But essentially what this book does, it focuses on this one focus question. And that focus question is, what's the one thing I can do such that by doing it, everything else would be easy or unnecessary? And I'll say that one more time. What's the one thing I can do such that by doing it, everything else would be easy or unnecessary. Now, when I say that, it sounds like a run-on question and it doesn't make a lot of sense to me, but once you break it down, it makes a ton of sense. So essentially what that question is saying is that you have to figure out what you want in your life. Um, And you can reach for the stars here. Like there is no goal, no dream too big for what's the one thing that you want in your life. Do you want to be a millionaire? Do you want your business to be a $10 billion business? Like what do you want in your life? Do you want to be a mom of five kids? Like any goal, it doesn't matter. What is that one goal? And then what is the one thing that you can do to reach that goal such that by doing that one thing, everything else in your life becomes easier or you just don't have to do it at all? And that also to me sounded super foreign. And I was like, there's no way that I can just do like one thing for stride. And then all the other stuff that I have to do just becomes irrelevant and unnecessary. It's a hard concept to grasp. But once you get through the book, you actually realize like, oh my God, there really only is one thing that I need to be doing that takes 20% of my effort to get 80% of my results. So I broke this down into stride and I completely rewrote what I wanted for stride. Um, now in this book, there are diagrams and there's goal setting maps and um, you know, there's ways to break down the focus question on how to make a one thing applicable to your personal life, to your spiritual life, to your relationships, to your business, to your role in your business, to all these different avenues that you can break down this focus question. So that's pretty much where it starts. So you need to start with a goal setting. You need to goal set to the now. And this is the first thing that I want you guys to do if you are listening to this podcast. So play along with me and do this goal setting. So what is your someday goal? So maybe your someday goal is that you want to be 
uh, let's see, you want to make a million dollars of revenue for your online boutique someday. That's what you want to do. That's your someday goal. Okay, once you have your someday goal, then you ask yourself, what's the one thing that I want to do someday? Do you have your someday goal? Awesome. Then you move that to a five-year goal. And then the question becomes, based on my someday goal, what's the one thing I can do in the next five years? And that question is phrased, what's the one thing I can do in the next five years? Okay, if I want to make a million dollars of revenue for my online boutique in the next five years, I can grow the brand to make a million dollars of revenue. Okay, then that becomes, how do I grow the brand? And then your one thing becomes, how do I grow the brand? And maybe that evolves into, okay, I'm going to enter the influencer digital marketing. Okay, what's the one thing that I'm going to do to enter me into the influencer digital marketing? Do you see what I mean? So from the someday goal to the five-year goal, it then goes to the one-year goal. Based on my five-year goal, what's the one thing I can do this year? Once you have that answer, you move on to your monthly goal. Based on my one-year goal, what's the one thing I can do this month? Then you go on to your weekly goal. Based on my monthly goal, what's the one thing I can do this week? Based on your weekly goal, what is the one thing I can do today to accomplish my weekly goal? So what this is setting you up for Once you have your daily goal, then that leads you into your one thing. That one thing is what you do that day. That's it. So what this is setting up, it's setting up dominoes. Once you have a lead domino that knocks down the next domino, then after that, another domino is going to fall and another one and another one and another one. And it's just an infinite row of dominoes that keep falling over. And all it takes is for you to do one thing. And that one thing should probably take you at least four hours every single day, which might sound like a lot, but hear me out. If you wake up at six, you have a morning routine and you start your one thing that you chose from that goal setting to the now, you start your one thing at 8am, you do it until noon. That's not a lot of hours in your day. That's four hours out of 24 hours of a day that you are doing. That's 20% of your effort. And that one thing is what's going to make you have your someday goal be attainable. That's 80% of your results that you are doing in four hours of your day. That's 20% of your effort to get 80% of your results. Do you see how this is all like, to me, it blew my mind and I was like, whoa, this is insane. My problem, and I'm taking this to my level of stride because that is like my whole life. With me with Stride is I was doing everything that was very in the business. You know, I was doing admin work that I hired a manager. She can do a lot of the admin work. That's why I hired her. My goal of the CEO of Stride is to grow the business for my goal. It's to scale the business into an X amount of dollar brand. Okay, how am I going to grow this business into a brand? That was my someday goal. I made my some-year goal into a five-year goal. My five-year goal became a one-year goal. My one-year goal, which to me sounds extremely attainable, I turned into a monthly goal that I can also do every single month. That became a weekly goal, which became daily goals. That daily goal is what I focus on every single day. Now that daily goal is different every day, but it all feeds in to my weekly goal, which feeds into my month goal, which feeds into my year then my five-year, and my someday. Do you see how this is all connecting and all coming together? So there are like maps. Um, and I will post the goal maps and the goal settings in my Facebook group. I'll have them blank so that you guys can um, fill them in with whatever you guys want in your life too. Um, 
But yeah, that's pretty much the general gist of the one thing is to break down your goals into something that you can do today that will better your future and only takes 20% of your time of your whole day, four hours out of 24 hours to grow your business, to scale your business, to make your ideas your reality. This doesn't even have to be a business. You can apply this to your health and fitness life if you guys want. You know, if your someday goal, let's say your someday goal is to be um, an Olympic runner, okay? You you don't run right now at all. You sit on the couch, you don't run, you don't do anything, and the thought of cardio scares the absolute crap out of you. But for whatever reason, deep down in your bones, you wanna be an Olympic runner. Awesome, that is your someday goal. In five years, Based on your someday goal, what's the one thing that you can do in five years, in the next five years? Okay, maybe that means you're going to run a marathon every single year. So you're going to run five marathons. Awesome. Based on your five-year goal, what's the one thing that I can do this year? Okay, well, let's see. This year, if I know that I want to run five marathons each year, so that's a marathon a year, this year I can run a half marathon. Awesome. Based on your one-year goal, What can you do this month? This month, I can run up to a 5K. Awesome. Based on my monthly goal, what's the one thing I can do this week? I can go to the track and run sprints. Awesome. Based on my weekly goal of running sprints, what can I do today? What's the one thing I can do today? Maybe that's go online and look up a training program. Maybe that's going out for uh, intervals of a run and a walk. Awesome. Do you see how that one thing that I did today only took up 20% of my time, but it's going to lead up to my someday goal because me going on that interval walk run is the domino effect to lead me into my next goal of tomorrow. And then tomorrow's actions is going to become Wednesday's action. Wednesday action will become Thursday. Thursday turns into Friday. Friday turns into Saturday. Saturday turns into Sunday. Then you just completed one week of goals. Then you do it all over again. Okay. This month, based on my goal, what's what can I do this week? Awesome. Now I know what my goal is this week. What can I do every day? This all just connects into one thing. And the slightest action from today is going to lead into tomorrow. And then you circle back to your focus question of what's the one thing I can do today such that by doing it, everything else is easy or unnecessary. Now with that, When you are doing your one thing that day, you have to prioritize your one thing. And I'll get into that with morning routines and time batching and everything else. But the thing that you have to tell yourself is that until your one thing is done, everything else is a distraction. And you have to continue to tell yourself that over and over and over again until you believe it. Trust me, there are so many things that in the time of 8 a.m. to noon that I could be doing for other things for stride. Like I could be going in and doing, you know, phone calls or I could be having meetings or I could be doing X, Y, and Z. All those things are great and all those things need, need to get done. And trust me, they do get done. But all of those little tasks isn't what's going to grow the brand. What's gonna scale the brand and grow the brand and what I want for stride isn't by me responding to emails. It's not, be, it's not me having meetings with my people. It's not me having meetings with other people. What it's doing is conceptualizing ideas and making those ideas happen. That is what my hours of 8 a.m. to noon consist of every single day. There's a quote in the book. Mind you, all of this is being taken from the book. So I'm kind of just summarizing the book, but I'm also just saying how it like totally changed my life in literally a day. 
Um, there was a quote in the book that Stephen King was talking about how his one thing was to write every single day from, uh, I forget what the time was, I think from 7 a.m. to noon, all that he did was write. And everybody knew that when Stephen King's in his room, you don't go in, you let him write. And then when he's done writing for the day, he'll go out, hang with his family, go on a walk. You know, he has the rest of the day to do all the other things that we all have, such as grocery shopping, laundry. Like we all have other responsibilities in life. For me, that includes doing managerial stuff or like, you know, a manager schedule rather than a maker schedule, um, all that sort of stuff. And then, you know, to play devil's advocate, it's, it's like, okay, well he can do that because he's Stephen King, you know, like he can sit down in his room and write from seven to 12 because he's Stephen King. And then to play devil's advocate on the devil's advocate, the question then becomes, okay, can he do that because he's Stephen King or is he Stephen King because he does that? And I think that answers the question in and of itself. If you want results, you have to put in the time to do these results. And that doesn't mean that it's going to be 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Sometimes that literally means four hours a day, five days a week. That's honestly all that it could mean. You put in 20 hours every week and you're going to get insane results. Imagine 20 hours of just doing something to better yourself, to better your business, to better your relationship, whatever it is. This can be applied to every single avenue of your life. What's the one thing that you can do to save your marriage? Is that going to couples counseling? Okay, awesome. Let's batch a time every single week to go to couples counseling. We're not going to miss that because that's our one thing. And everything else during our one thing is a distraction and we're not going to focus on that. If you want to grow your spirituality, what's the one thing that you can do every single day to grow your spirituality? Maybe that's meditate. Okay, awesome. You're going to meditate every day for 10 minutes. That's all you need. 10 minutes every single day to grow your spirituality. That is 20% of your effort for 80% of your results. Every day, 10 minutes, that's all you need. And until that one thing is done, Everything else is a distraction and it's unnecessary. That's where that focus question comes back in. What's the one thing I can do such that by doing it, everything else becomes easy or unnecessary? If you meditate, and let's say right before you meditate, you have so much stress, anxiety leading up to your day. Maybe you have a big presentation at work. Maybe you got in a fight with your friend and you are talking to them later this day and you're nervous about it. Maybe you have a 5K that you're running, whatever it is. Going into your meditation, maybe that meditation is going to help you in the long run, make you feel less anxious, make you feel more prepared. Okay, such that by doing that 10 minutes of meditation, aka your one thing that day, all of your fears, all of your stress, all of your anxiety might just diminish or get better by accomplishing that one thing. Is this all making sense? Is this all connecting? I completely understand how people including myself, say things like, okay, well, there's things that I have to get done first thing in the morning. Like maybe there's an email that, you know, it's stressing me out and like, I won't be able to like really do my work until I'm like, I've, you know, finished this email. Listen, I totally get it. And that was my mindset too. Before reading this book, my complete outlook was always, okay, if I get all the little stuff done in the morning, then in the afternoon, I'll have the most time ever to do whatever I want to do. Whether that's grow the business, whether it's conceptualize an idea, maybe it's have a meeting, like whatever that one thing is that I want to do, I'll just do it at the end of the day so that I don't have any more of my, you know, little managerial work stuff done that I have to accomplish. You know, all these little things that I have to do. Um, I will do them first so that I don't have to worry about it later. There's a secret to that that changed my life. And I'm going to tell you that right after this commercial break. 
Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. So I feel like a lot of people think that success is checking off things on your to-do list. And I thought that for a while too. I thought being productive was, you know, having a big to-do list and checking a lot of it off. Yeah, cool. Like you can be busy by checking off a to-do list, but are you doing things that you have to do? Or are you doing things that you should be doing? Or are you just doing things to fill your time to feel productive? Like once I'm done my one thing, if I don't really have much to do that day, okay, cool. Like then I'm done for the day and I don't feel guilty about it because in the morning I spent my time doing something to better the brand, to better stride, to make it the best that it could possibly be. So my morning routine looks a little something like this, and I highly recommend that all of you guys implement this morning routine for the one thing. So if I want to start my one thing at 8 a.m., and also I want to talk about that for a second before I dive into the morning routine. Once I started implementing my my one thing from eight to noon every single day. And I can do this during quarantine. I know that after quarantine, my life is going to have to adjust because I'm going to go back to teaching and then I have to do, you know, I have to teach in the morning and that's going to feed into like my one thing. The The rule of thumb is with your one thing, if you take it out, you have to replace it somewhere else later that day. So let's say like when CIL opens and I'm teaching in the mornings, my one thing is most likely going to be from noon to four instead of eight to 12, if that makes sense. So once I started adjusting my schedule and making my one thing be from eight to noon, what that means is that I don't answer text during that time. I literally leave my phone where I'm not. Um, so I don't answer text. I don't go on social media. I don't look at Snapchat. I don't look at emails. I don't do anything if it's not doing my one thing. Being a yes man during this time isn't going to help my one thing. Answering text messages isn't going to help my one thing. Being a manager during my maker hours is not going to help my one thing. It's not going to knock over another domino. It's not going to accomplish my daily goal. If it's going to help me along with my one thing, I will do it during that time. But if not, it can wait. The world will not collapse. The world will not shut down if I don't answer a text message for two hours. And this is something that only took me one week to adjust to. And all of the people in my life, all of the appointments that I have, I schedule after 12 o'clock. All the people that I need to respond to, I respond to them either first thing when I wake up and tell them that I'll get to it this afternoon or I'll just tell them in the afternoon when I'm available. The thing is, I'm not unavailable. I'm just waiting until I'm done my one thing because their roles and their jobs in stride depend on me having a successful business. And to have a successful business, I have to do this one thing every single day. It takes a week for people to adjust. And, you know, if someone says, if someone's texting you, that means that they're relying on your time. So you can wait to text them back until you're ready for it. They don't need to know an answer right then and there. They can wait and you'll be fine too. Like the world will keep going if you don't answer a text right away. Like it'll be fine, I promise you. So here's a morning routine that I've implemented that I highly recommend you guys implement as well. 
Um, waking up. So I like to wake up normally on like a good day at like five. Um, so I'll wake up around 5 a.m., 5.30 or 6. When I wake up, I will make a cup of coffee. To me, making a cup of coffee indicates that I'm starting my day. It's also something that when I'm tired and I'm in bed, it just gets me out of bed. It feels, you know, it's just something that I really look forward to. I like the taste of it. I love the smell of it in the morning. So I make a cup of coffee and it's kind of my brain signal of like, okay, we're waking up. We're getting to it. Um, then I'll read a book right now. It depends on any book that I'm reading. It can be a book like this where it's a self-help book. It can also be just like a fictional book. This morning, it was The Glass Hotel and I'm loving that book. I can't wait to read it later. So I read a book um, and that really is from like 30 minutes to an hour. It just depends on the day and uh, how into the book I get. So I'll read. I'll normally have one or two cups of coffee during that time. And then I will go for a workout. Now doing this workout in the morning that's actually my one thing. So part of my health and fitness, what's the one thing I can do today to help me with my health and fitness? That means workout in the morning, whether it's for 30 minutes or an hour, maybe it's only 20 minutes, whatever it is. As long as I get some sort of workout in, it gets me in the groove. It gets me in the, you know, the juices flowing in the mind, makes me creative. And it just sets me on a path of doing everything right. That's my lead domino to accomplish all of my other one things. So during quarantine, my workouts are always a little bit different. Maybe it's going for a run. It might be going to the studio to do a CrossFit workout. Maybe it's teaching a spin class on Sundays at uh, 10 a.m. Um, it's whatever it is. So I'll do any sort of workout. It can be as simple as a walk. It can be an ab routine. It's literally anything, but any sort of workout. Then I'll come back. Um, I will have breakfast of some sort. I will take a quick shower and I'll put myself together somewhat, whether that just means changing into a different pair of sweats or putting on a little bit of makeup, which I talked about in my last podcast. If you guys want to know what products I'm using, um, I'll change into whatever. Then I will go downstairs, um, have breakfast, and in that time, if I have to answer an email that's pressing, I will, um, and I'll knock out probably 30 minutes of managerial work. I never really allot for more time than that because I know that you know if sometimes I see an email that needs me to have another action, like I need to text somebody for an answer, I need to forward it along to somebody else, I have to do research, I wait on that email because it can wait four hours. It's not the end of the world. Um, so I will just make sure that whatever has to get done right, right away gets done. Um, most mornings I don't have anything to do, which is great because I'll do it at night. Um, like when I'm doing my everything else tasks, but, uh, yeah, in the morning I'll just make sure that there's nothing else really to do. And then after that, I put my phone down and I lock myself away in my room and either in my room or in my office or wherever I go, I make sure that I'm not around anybody and I leave my phone in a different room and I work for four hours. I have water with me. I have a cup of coffee with me. And the only time I leave that room is to go to the bathroom not to get more water, not to get more coffee. I just work until I am completely done that one thing for the day. So that one thing can either be, um, maybe it will take all four hours. So far, it hasn't. It's so far, my one things typically take two to three hours. Um, and then that's it, like two hours a day of just hard work where I just come up with ideas, conceptualize them, make them a thing. I'm not even kidding. Like the amount of stuff that I've accomplished even since two weeks ago with doing this every single day has been incredible. It's two hours a day and I already see the brand growing immensely. I see the strategies 
changing every single day, evolving for the better. Like the brand is just doing such spectacular things just by giving two hours of effort every single morning. I forgot to mention that while I am um, eating my breakfast, I will map out my to-do list for that day. Um, And I will also share my daily layout with you guys. Um, I just do it on my iPad. So I used to use a planner, but then I was like, "Eh, my planner's not really providing everything that I want. So I just sort of make my own now um, on my iPad, which has been really great. So I'll also post that daily layout in addition to a goal layout, a weekly layout and a monthly layout. So then every single week, I will also go through my monthly or sorry, my weekly layout and just fill out my uh, weeks for that or my goals for that week and then narrow that down onto my daily. Um, And then I will every month uh, do my monthly layout, which then trickles down into my weekly, which trickles down into my daily. And yeah, that's just pretty much how I stay on topic or on track um, for my someday goal to my five year, to my one year, to my month, to my week, to my day. Um, And yeah, that's pretty much what I've been doing. Guys, this has really changed my life for the better. And it's just something that you can do today to completely change the path of your life. So as soon as you guys are done this, either get it on audiobooks or get it on your phone so you have it forever. The One Thing by Gary Keller, it is amazing, will completely change your life. Um, We're going to do one more ad break and then I'll be right back. Guys, I could go on and on about this topic. So if you guys want a part two of this episode, let me know. There is so much more that I want to talk about, but it really does cover it all in the book. Um, When you guys are reading the book, I want you to pay attention to two things that I didn't cover today, but I think are really, really important. The first one is work-life balance, and the second is willpower. Um, uh, The book will explain it so much better than I will, but essentially, you just want to do the one thing in the morning because that's when your willpower is highest. So get that out of the way first. Don't feel guilty about it. Other people will wait and other people will become accustomed to your new schedule. And the second thing is work-life balance. It's complete bullshit. It doesn't exist. Work is extreme and your life is extreme. When you're doing your work, be completely focused on your work. When you're in your personal life with your friends, your boyfriend, whoever it is, be completely there in your in your personal life. Don't try and do both at the same time. It's not going to happen and it's bullshit. You have to be completely focused 100% on your work and then completely focused 100% on your personal life. Not at the same time. If you try and do them both at the same time, you're just going to fail at both and half-ass both. Don't be like that. You have to be an extremist, extreme with your work, extreme with your life. And honestly, that has made such a big difference. I no longer try and do it all. I tell, you know, I tell somebody like now it's not a good time for me. I will reach out to you when it is. We can schedule something, you know, later in the day. Oh, I forgot to mention that like after 12, all of the other work that I have to do, like for stride, like little managerial stuff, I do it then. So like whether that means I have to shop for um, the new studio, if I have to have meetings, um, if I have to have Zoom calls with the girls, if I need to make a schedule, um, I don't know, just like little managerial stuff. Oh, we're switching software. So, you know, whenever I need to have a phone call with our new software, um, all that sort of stuff, I still do it all. But I do it after the time of 12 and it just takes a lot less time than I normally would account for. So it normally only takes me two minutes to do all the, or two minutes, two hours to do all the managerial stuff that I used to 
a lot, like all day to do. So once I started doing like four hours, really, which is only like two hours of the one thing, then I take like an hour lunch break. Um, then I do everything else from typically like two, like one o'clock till three thirty, four at the absolute latest. Then I have from like four to 10 to do whatever I want. Um, so whether that's hang out with friends or read a book, watch a movie, literally anything that I want. Um, it, my work has gotten so much better and I do it in such less time. My personal life has been so much richer. Um, and I have just more time devoted to it. Um, and it, it, this all just circles back and gives me a purpose during this weird time. So yeah, um, guys, I can't recommend that book enough. I think it's absolutely amazing. And I think I'm rambling on a little bit too much about it. So I'm going to stop this episode here. I hope you guys all enjoyed it. Um, be sure to follow in the Facebook group where I'm going to be posting the templates. I forgot to do your, uh, your goal setting to the now, a monthly layout, a weekly layout, and a daily layout. Um, I just pulled them from the book, so I'm not claiming that they're mine, um, but I just wrote it in my iPad and I'm happy to share it with you guys too. So um, yeah, I hope you guys all enjoyed this. Uh, happy Monday, guys. Be sure to join the Facebook group, Manifest with Tori Simone. Be sure to follow me on Instagram. That is at uh, Tori Sterling. And yeah, I hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your day. 